0: How's it going everybody? Uh, This is Omar Thabit here and welcome to the Table Talk Podcast. Uh, We are very, very happy to be launching this show. I'm excited. Uh, This show specifically is definitely going to be uh, interesting to say the least. Uh, We are here to talk about the vaccine but Before we talk about are you for or against the vaccine, I'm going to quickly introduce everybody that's here. And then once I introduce everyone, I do also want to talk about the sponsors for the show. And then after we talk about the sponsors, we can then get into basically uh, the conversation, which is basically are you for or against the vaccine? Um, With that said, uh, first of all, like I said, my name is Omar Thabit. Next to me is my big sis, Abir Thabit. Uh, you want to wave at the camera, by the way? They're, they're looking this at you over so there. Weird. Across from her is Shema Ghalib. We are the Table Talk crew, by the way. This is the tabletop crew under Oz Media. Next to Shema Ghalib is Dominic Sarvello. Uh, the guy has been in the education field for over 20 years, uh, has the history in education, and I appreciate you being here, even in person, by the way. So thank you. And then if you guys can see from the TV, uh, on the TV, we have Ziad al Hadi from the Act Accordingly Bashin Z podcast. So, appreciate him. And then below him, we have Bishir al Hadi, who is the other guy, um, host of the Act Accordingly with Bashin Z podcast. By the way, Bishir is the MVP, by the way, man. This guy has helped me through technology problems yeah. and everything, man. So, I appreciate it. And then next to him is Dr. Mo Sahuba, the owner of uh, More Pharmacy. I mean, I don't know if. You know, that's just one of the few things that Dr. Mustahuba has done in the community. And I know he's uh, smiling right now and watching. So I appreciate you being in the building. I appreciate everybody who was here, by the way, um, in the building today uh, and here with us. So thank you so much for being here. So again, uh, before we start going on, I do want to give a shout out to the people. And to the businesses that are the sponsors of Table Talk Podcast. I'm going to quickly just go over each and every single one of them that are the sponsors. Uh, so beginning with the Balkan House of Hemptramik. Uh Thank you to Juma Ekic over there at the Balkan House. They are a gold sponsor. They are famous for their donut kebab sandwich. You know, they even serve breakfast. All of their food there is halal. You know like I said the service is A1 they always give back to the community so thank you to Juma Ekich and everyone over there at the Balkan House and then you got to also give a shout out to Give to Gain Give to Gain is a nonprofit organization organization that sponsors orphans in Yemen 100% of all the donations goes to the less fortunate you know they appreciate all the people who donate because without the people this would have not been done without them. For those that don't know, Yemen has the largest humanitarian crisis and aid operation. 5 million people are at risk of famine. 15 million need water or sanitation support. So shout out to Arif. You know, he owns a couple businesses, but he rather wanted to highlight a uh, non-profit organization um, in the way of advertising it so that people can donate to it. You can donate through Venmo at give to gain Zell, which the number is 313 313- 445 8638 and then Cash App uh, hashtag, I mean, money sign, give to game. And then another gold sponsor of ours is BC Adhesives from. Uh, Franklin, Wisconsin uh, We appreciate BC Adhesives uh, You can go to BC Adhesives For all of your industrial adhesive needs They do food packaging, book binding Product assembly and many other industrial services If you're in need of adhesives For your business or are having trouble With your current adhesive application You can contact them by phone Their number is one eight 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 six seven nine nine eight two five, 679 9825 Or their website Which is www.bcadhesives.com and then last but not least, we have to give a shout-out to Leo's Coney Island in Royal Oak. That's Omar al halimi over there. Uh, those people are great people. Delicious American-style food known for their conies, fried chicken gyro, breakfast, chili, everything that you could think of at an, a Coney Island. Um, they got it. Leo's Coney Island have been around for a very long time. And I believe that the Leos is the best Coney of them all. Shout out to again Umar al and also the BC Adhesives team, Matt Cassidy, Terry Cassidy, Ed, and Jake as well. So there goes our sponsors. And uh, now it's time to get ready and get the show on the road. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody that is here. I appreciate you. Then maybe if you want to uh, introduce yourselves, even when I ask the first question, and you know, quickly just kind of touch on who you are and what you do. So, with that said, um, I'm going to start off with the doctor. Dr. Mosahuba, you are here with us. You are live. And if people are not to watch it now, of course, they're going to be watching it later. So, that is the hope as well. And if you are watching, feel free to comment and ask any questions. Maybe we'll uh, be able to share that with the panel. So, with that said, um, shout out. I mean, going to Dr. Mosahuba. The first question, I mean, obviously, you can introduce yourself a little bit more. And then, why are you for... Taking the vaccine, by the way, I'm, I'm I'm assuming that you are for taking the vaccine, Doctor Mosahuba. Definitely. So, so everyone, uh, thanks for uh, inviting me over, Omar, and uh, great job on the show. I know you came to my office and uh, we met, and you did a good show uh, as well. So, a little bit of background, you know, I've been at practicing pharmacist since '98, and I've seen uh, many things happen uh, throughout my career, from uh, people dying of various conditions to with the chronic conditions for for over a dec- for decades, and uh, this pandemic, uh, like no other uh, disease in the U.S., uh, is by far uh, the the most interesting uh, uh, virus that has come around. And uh, I got involved also in this in this coronavirus. Uh, you know, during the, the early years of the pandemic, where people were basically struggling to find masks, sanitizers, alcohol, what have you. Uh, My company was the first probably in Michigan to be able to produce in-house sanitizers and be able to import masks and uh, a lot of people, we had hundreds of people every day coming
1: to our locations, fighting over, you know, uh, to to get masks and sanitizers and I'm really surprised how quickly people forget the the devastation of this disease and what it's done to our lifestyle. Uh, You know, nevertheless, um, you know, I, I, I watched this firsthand, people struggling just to basically uh, protect themselves uh, and uh, uh, trying to, to basically, uh, you know, continue their lifestyle. And, uh, you know, I would pray to God, like, you know, in early March of 2020, you know, uh, if we if we're able to get a vaccine, how quickly would it solve the problem? And, uh, you know, I'm not gonna go into the details of the vaccine right now, but, uh, you know, people quickly forget, or those who are against the vaccine or the number of publishers are against the vaccine, they quickly forget the devastation it caused to everyone, and uh, you know uh, the vaccine's around, and um, definitely um, uh, you know it, it's it's uh, I'm for it, and I can go into the science science in a bit, but I just wanted to touch that people quickly forget you know what it did what it did what it what what did to families, to individuals, to health conditions, to you know our lifestyle, our our, our ability to go around and see people. And others, that, that the vaccine is here, I'm shocked actually that people are still questioning, or, or rather, go around without being vaccinated and have a chance of transmitting the virus to other people, um, and uh, you know uh, allowing the virus to continue to mutate because those who are vaccinated actually are helping the virus uh, and its ability to you know mutate. So that, that's all I'm going to say right now because uh, there's a lot to say. But I just wanted to kind of
0: like uh, give the audience a bit of um, you know a bit of information from a bit of opinion from what I see from my my side. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Mostahuba. And going from someone that is uh, for the vaccine, uh, we can now move on to someone who is uh, opposed to the vaccine. And we have, I mean, we're going to move to you now, Shema Ghalib, because I know Shema is very passionate about this topic. So first of all, again, if you want to touch on who you are a little bit more and then, because obviously from this point forward, people will know who you are. But if you want to touch on that a little more and then explain to us, why are you against taking the vaccine?
2: Well, we would give it out to them,
0: man. My bad, I'm sorry. I should have just.
2: <laughs> Where are your sound effects? Are we doing that? No, yeah, I got, got, I sound, but yeah, nah. <laughs> do, right, cool. Cool. have sound effects. Yeah, you can have a We'll definitely gonna give you sound effect for this, for this conversation. Okay. That <laughs> <laughs> one. Uh, all right, guys, my name is Shema Ghalib. Um, I am a third year nursing student at Chamberlain University. Um, a little bit about myself I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2017. A um, few years after that, I uh, went through the ringer, had 27 surgeries and procedures in one year. The following year, I had nine procedures. Um, you know, I had my fair share of um, basically calling the hospital my second home. And um, to go into detail, I gave a lot of trust, or I, I had a lot of trust for people that I genuinely thought were um, there to save my life or to give better care to me. And unfortunately, you come to realize that that's not the whole field. And again, that's why I decided to study nursing coming from a teaching background um, because I wanted to help change healthcare. It's not something that I'm against, absolutely not, but it's something that I can recognize needs change. And I'm not a person that's going to sit here and complain about the, 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 the problems. I want to be the person that's dedicated to fixing the solutions. Um, so the reason why I want to say... So I'm not ex... Or anti-vaccine. I'm ex vaccine right? So like, I've taken my vaccines. I've d- it's done its number. The question before What'd you say? Hello?
1: What was that? Yeah. Okay. I. Right. Hello. Yeah.
2: What'd you no say? Right, so? right, it, it just cut completely cut out. Okay. Uh-oh. Go ahead. No, okay.
0: I'm, I'm sorry about that. No, you're fine. but you continue, though. Yeah, no, we can hear you now.
2: Okay. Cool. Um, so I'm not to say that I'm anti-vaccine. I'm not anti anything, but what I, what I will say is, it's important as somebody that um, has a lot of respect and holds my intellect to a very, very high regard. I want to be able to say that yes, there are there are records and there are research that's there that I don't. Sh- I shouldn't have to be bullied to take anything. And as an American citizen, um, I feel like this. Uh, this whatever you want to call it this scandemic virus whatever i just feel like it stripped us completely out of our freedom our liberty and our pursuit of happiness and we can talk about that in a second
0: all right and now to introduce uh mr dominic sarvello we worked with this guy for over uh i don't know how many years uh both of us switching up yeah Yeah, four years for myself, nine years for uh, Abir, my sister. So you want to introduce yourself and then tell us what your stance is on the vaccine.
3: Uh, Thank you, Omar. Um, I appreciate being on this program and being asked to be here. I don't know what I'm doing here uh, with with all all these big hitters. But um, anyway, um, my my background is uh, in... uh, education and also the uh, nonprofit community (coughs) service organizations um, have served in those in those areas. Um, I you know I'm actually um, for taking the vaccine um, and the reasons are pretty simple. Um, Right now the only three things that we have as a defense against the uh, COVID-19 and Uh, it's variances is the vaccine masks and also social distancing those are the three things and so um, you know we've got to be able to work with those things and be able to go ahead and and promote that Um, the reason being that uh, we need to limit the spread of of uh, the uh, COVID-19 and also reduce the hospital admissions Um, studies show that uh, um, a vaccinated patient or vaccinated patients um, are 29 times more likely to be hospitalized for COVID-19 than a vaccinated one so I think when you look at that and I you know and I can understand people who have precondition conditioning um, uh, situations that that they they need to be shown some consideration as well but um, but we need to be able to reduce the admissions to hospitals and um, uh, the you know people are not uh, the people who need the services and who are having heart attacks and strokes and everything else. Um, they're they're not being able to get services because of the patients that are there. Um, v- very good um, article um, in last Sunday's uh, Detroit Free Press um, on the opinion uh, page um, by um, a guy by the name of Thomas uh, Thomas. Uh, um, Thomas Lu, and uh, you know he goes on to uh, uh, give examples of uh, of hospitals that are are just overflowing with uh, with COVID patients. So um, anyway, uh, that's where I stand, and I guess um, um, thank that's you. That's where I will be.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, appreciate it. And now I am uh, gonna go to Ziad al-Hadi. One of the hosts of Act Accordingly with Bash and Z. Ziad, you want to talk a little bit about yourself and how people can find the podcast, by the way, Act Accordingly with Bash and Z, and then tell us what your stance
1: is on the vaccine. Um, well, first of all, thank you very much, Umar, for giving us this uh, platform. Uh, and thank you to uh, this lovely panel for uh, uh, just being here and, and talking about such a serious uh, subject. Um, uh, as Omar said, that uh, Bash and I uh, do have our uh, podcast Actically with Bash and Z, um, uh, but we do that as uh, me and him and two other people uh, have our discussions on uh, various things, and this is this is one of those. Um, the stance that I'm taking is um, well similar to uh, Shema is that I'm not so much anti-vaccine. Uh, I'm sure medicine has come a long way from our grandparents and our parents and you know you know whoever before them, but uh, I'm anti force uh, of uh, a choice on uh, on our uh, what we can and can put in an, into our bodies without um, fully understanding everything that goes in on us. So um, uh, I, I think that uh there's there's been too much history as far as um, governments getting involved
4: with pharmaceuticals and um, and and making sure numbers look right to uh, fit the narrative yeah. and and I mean we can get into more uh, into that you know later on uh, along with everybody else but um uh, I think that uh, that we it's very important that we have our liberties intact and our freedoms. All right. Thank you so much. Um, to make sound decisions on uh, what, what we want to do. And, um, and that's pretty much what, the, what this country is, is built on. Uh, if we give up on something like this,
1: who's to say that we won't give up anymore after that? Um, so I think that everybody has a good mind or they can talk to whoever they need to talk to to make a decision for them and this shouldn't be mandated i think that's the big thing is that we're forced to do something that's totally against our will and not only that is uh it's it starts with hey you're given this carrot if you do this thing for me and then it it, it ends off to where, okay well if you don't want the carrot you get the stick so um i i think that that's something that uh in the
0: in the future that it could happen and that's that's what i really want to avoid and that's where i stand on that awesome thank you so much uh ziad i appreciate it and uh now moving on to his co-host basheed uh same thing with you you want to introduce yourself a little more and then tell us what your stance is on taking or not taking the vaccine
5: thanks uh, for having us again Um, my name is Bashir Hadi. I am the co-host of the Act Accordingly podcast with Fashion Z. Um, unlike unlike most people that I'm close with, I am not vaccinated. Um, I've been pushed by a lot of family members to get vaccinated. However, I'm not I'm not completely comfortable with the idea of getting vaccinated at this time. There's too many things developing and it seems that every just every so often we're hearing another development on the vaccine hey there's another you know you take a shot you'll be good and then it turns into take two shots and then it turns into take three shots and it becomes a yearly thing i'm not a flu vaccine uh a flu shot taker either i don't do that Hmm. i've never done that um, I've got a lot of family in the medical field. They are forced to take the flu shot and they're currently being forced to take the, the COVID shot against their will. It's, it's either take the shot or you can't come to work anymore. Uh, unfortunately, I don't, um, I, I don't buy into that system. I think we are of sound mind and body that we should be able to make our own decisions and uh, be able to, to judge the facts for ourselves. I, I don't fully buy into the CDC, the FDA, these government-run agencies. Unfortunately, I don't buy into those agencies. Uh, reason being is because uh, they've proven to be, uh, they've, they've proven to have bias at times and corruption. Um, they're human, we're all human. And unfortunately, One way or another, uh, you can be corrupted by an external force. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Bishita. So
0: I'm going to break down basically who's for, who's against it, and and go from there so that people can understand it, that eventually watch or listen to this show. So basically, the people that are for the vaccine, you got Dr. Sahuba, you got uh, Mr. Dominic Sarvello here, and then you got myself Uh, You know, my stance is basically, yes, I'm definitely for the vaccine. If you want to come back to a normal world, normal life, uh, taking the vaccine is the route to take. Uh, And if you are against taking the vaccine, I am also not... like I feel like those people should not be attacked for not wanting to take the vaccine uh, because that's what I kind of feel like is happening right now. Uh, But those people that choose not to take the vaccine must understand the consequences that come with it, which is businesses might decide, that hey, you might have to be let go. Uh, and stuff like that, so I just want people to understand that that's what's just the truth and the reality of it. And my sister is neutral here, so I I, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I want you to basically say what it is that you want to say, by the way.
6: Okay, so, um, I honestly feel like everybody has their own choice, you know, at the end of the day, because you're gonna be the one with the consequences, so, um with me i could only speak about myself and what journey i went through when COVID first you know came about so i took the vaccine as soon as it was um, allowed for teachers um i spoke to a couple family members that were in the medical field i spoke to my um primary care doctor um alhamdulillah i don't have any pre-existing um you know health issues so for me it was what i felt like i needed to do for my community um, I'm big on uh, community immunity for uh, lots of reasons. Uh, it's, that's why the smallpox back in the 1970s uh, went away. Um, but at the same time, there's people that got COVID that are immune to it that I don't think need to need to take the shot. So um, there's people that have pre-existing um, health issues that don't need. To, I I don't think they need to take the shot. I think it's a by-person, um, you know. Choice, So it's what you're going through and what your body could actually handle. And, um, yeah, that's just my stance on it.
0: All right, there you go. So she shared her stance. I want to make sure everybody is on the same page or at least understand where we all stand um, in this situation. So uh, now that everybody shared their stance of why they're for and against it, we can now move on to the next question, which is basically, uh, do you believe or do you think that public officials, you know, you got – officers teachers people that work in the, with the public firefighters and even uh health health care workers should be required to take the vaccine so we started with dr most on that one so i'm gonna start off with you because i know you just ended it so i'm gonna start off with you since you were the last one on this time around so do you believe that health care workers teachers you know police officers people that work with the public uh should be required to take the vaccine
6: Okay, so um, I didn't even introduce myself earlier. Um, I'm a first grade teacher and um, business owner, and I'm around a lot of people a lot of the time, um, especially kids that can't get the vaccine at this time. Um, Like I said, it's person to person and what their body can handle. Um, I believe, see I'm big on, community immunity so yeah like honestly I really think that they should but like I said if they have uh, underlying health issues or um, they should have the choice they sh- they shouldn't like we shouldn't force them to but um, they should consider it
0: alright um, Sarvelo I'm going to move on to you Sarvelo do you feel like people should or should I mean should public workers be required to take the vaccine
3: I do and um, the reason uh, is is that uh, I think we all uh, have a responsibility uh, to provide for the safety of others and ourselves um, it's not a case of, of having a choice um, uh, th- there, there was a quote um, that I looked at um, it said um, there's no pride in uh, saying it, it's my choice, to, it, it's it's my right to choose. Um, um, your right to choose ends at my right to to make sure that I and my loved ones are without fear of being infected, and that to me is um, is very, very important. Um, when you when you're considering uh, and, and again, I know that there's going to be differences um, and th- there's going to be exceptions. Yeah. but at the same time, um, you know when you're talking about the rights and the health of yourself and others as well, then um, that's why I think that um, uh, they, they should be vaccinated.
0: All right, and uh, Bishit, I'm going to pass it on to you now. Bishit, do you feel like uh, people who work with the public, uh, around the public, for the public, should be vaccinated, required to be vaccinated?
5: Again, that goes back to to the comfort level of these people. And, you know, just from what I've seen in the medical field, they're requiring their employees to take the vaccine. And the one question that's come up was, if I take this vaccine, am I still required to wear all of the PPE that I'm required to wear before I take the vaccine? And the answer is yes. You're still required to wear this, you know, almost a full body hazmat suit when you're going into these rooms to treat these patients. Um, My wife is a respiratory therapist. She deals with COVID patients every single day at her job she's in the room she's giving them breathing treatments she sees all of this stuff happening unfortunately what we're seeing is most people that go into the hospital for COVID don't come out it's sad but it's the reality and it doesn't seem to be the vaccine doesn't seem to be slowing things down on the hospital side as far as whether or not these people come out of life. It seems that it, once you walk through that door, it's straight downhill, they put you on a respirator. It's very hard to get your lungs working again where you can come off the respirator and have a normal life again. So, you know, being forced to take the vaccine and then still required to wear all of the same PPE, it just doesn't seem uh, the, the logic doesn't seem to be there with that. I don't see the logic in it. All right. Thank you so
0: much, Bashir, for sharing that. Dr. Mo, uh, it's on you now, Dr. Mostahuba. Um, do you feel like public officials, public workers should be, uh, required to take the vaccine? So, you know, um, uh, I, I do understand some of the, um, uh, some, so some, some, of the, uh, participants here saying, uh, you know, in, in regards to having a choice and um, basically choosing whether they should be—you know—they should—they should allow someone to inject something in their body that they might not agree to, and so on. Uh, you know, that, that is certainly a right. Um, but I think that that uh, we want to move beyond that. Uh, you know, as, as
1: citizens and as community members, and understand the uh, the concept of benefiting the entire community. I mean, yeah, it, it's true that people should have the right to uh, decide what. You know what is injected, what drugs to take or not take. But you know, um, we're hoping as as uh, as uh, healthcare providers that people be, move beyond that concept. That you know, it's not just about them. You know, this is about their elderly parents or their grandparents uh, who may not be able to handle the condition or the virus when when they're when, when it's being spread to them. So it's almost like a, an ethical responsibility, I would call it. And instead of making it mandatory. Um, because, you know, uh, for me, I took the vaccine and the rest of the people in my uh, in my family are younger than me took the vaccine, not because we're, you know, not because we're afraid you know, that we wanna, we, wanna, we might not be able to handle um, the, the, the vaccine, the, the, the coronavirus, but because we wanted to protect, uh, you know, our, our parents and our grandparents and our relatives. So, you know, um, I think people, if they, if they looked at it from that pr- perspective, then it's more likely that people will accept you know, um, taking the vaccines, slowing the spread. Uh, whether they're healthcare whether they're you know they're they're teachers or firefighters or police officers, I, I certainly don't want to separate people by in, in regards to their, you know to, to what they do, whether they work for the federal government or the state or whether they're teaching in the school, the school, um, the schools or others. That that should not really be how you know. Uh,
5: that should not be really the way. Handle the, the situation. I think people have to look at this from the ethical responsibility that they have to do their part to split, spread spread the the, the the disease. I mean, you know, uh, it is obviously, uh, you know, uh, you know. I, I think by now we, we are now into uh, the 18 months of this virus, and we we continue to see mutations. And you know, uh, the brother is mentioning that uh, you know, why do physicians and other nurses and others still have to wear PPEs? Um, you know uh because you still have a one percent two percent chance and that's okay i mean if someone tells you that you know you, you get on a highway and you know go on a certain speed limit and you'll have a chance of 100 percent death you're probably more less you know more likely to say you know what I, i'm not even going on a highway today but if, and and and, and, uh, and if someone tells you you know uh, do the same thing but it's a small chance maybe one percent chance you might get an accident you still might not you know (laughs) so just because you're just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean like you're just going to go ahead and like work in a hospital system uh, where there where other people are coming come in with other mutations possibly you know and other other
1: variations of the coronavirus who might be spreading it to you who might be giving it to your to your little ones or your older your eldest or your grandparents that you care about of course so that's really the concept behind this you know uh, uh, I don't think anyone is claiming that the, the, the vaccines are 100% proof, but they are definitely slowing the, 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 the they're slowing the hospital admissions, they're slowing the spread. More 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 than likely, if you're vaccinated, you, won't, you, you know if you're admitted to the hospital, you'll make it. You'll you pretty much you know not be there long, and you, you'll you'll be out. Uh, so it's really it's about numbers, and it's about uh, and, and, and that's really what you know how we should look at things, you know. Um, I, I think this rigorous thing of black and white doesn't really... The, the, looking at this from a black and white perspective is not the way. You, you, you have to look at beyond these things. You have to look at what what has happened in the past 18 months. What do we know about the um, the, the vaccine? What do we know about the pro- the approval process from the government perspective? The government, the government is true. It does not... Again, the government doesn't get everything right 100%. The FDA has approved drugs that were that, that came to the market and that killed people Absolutely. such as vioxx and other other medications now do we all can we live without without the fda can we just like allow companies to make a drug and just get sick and go to you know just buy a drug from over the counter or, or the internet? no we can't we have, we have a system in place the system is not perfect but it's the only system we have right so you know um you know, these are not. This is about percentages. It's about numbers. That they does not get everything right 100 percent of the time. But in my opinion, they have they come very they came very close to, uh, you know uh, they, they they approved a vaccine that has a that has a you know a history of how it works. The technology that the um, Moderna vaccine and the other and, and the Pfizer vaccine is based on mRNA technology, which has basically been around since 2010. It's not a new technology; it just happened to be around when the virus, uh, you know, spread. So uh, some people were saying, you know, you know the, government took, uh, the government let their buy vaccine uh, out in the market before a four or five year period, which it takes to approve drugs. Well, one thing, we don't have that much period of time to wait, second of all. Uh, the second part is more, just as more important, is that the technology has been around. So uh, it's just a matter of time that, uh, you know, drug companies were able to, replicate a drug using uh, the existing technology to allow fast development. So um, again, you know, we can mistrust the government, we can mistrust many things, we can talk about, you know, uh, I'm not gonna allow anybody to inject something into my body without, you know, you know, I I can be without it. But at the same time, you know, this is a community responsibility. And once again, you know, we should really look beyond our personal beliefs and our personal uh, goals and um, and think about everybody else, you know, uh, around us. And that's that's really. I hope people, you know, look at that from the, from that perspective, and and, and hopes that uh, you know we see an end, or at least a tremendous, you know, a slow progress. I mean, I I think this is going to be around for another three four years, in my opinion. But it might be just around just like anything else, you know, in, fact in
0: one or two percent of the population. But the current trends are very scary because people are continue to resist. Um, Continue to just you know to just have personal goals for themselves you know uh, without really um, thinking that they should do just their part and uh, and, and in hopes that we see a a, 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 um, a really you know a, a slowdown to, to to the point where it's just non-existent. All right. So So um, that's all I gotta say. I'm gonna leave in 10 minutes, so I apologize. I thought it was gonna be a short thing, but I'll, I'll continue to stay on 10 minutes. But I just wanted to say that before I just skip up. No problem, no problem. problem. So, Shay, I don't know if you you didn't answer this question, correct? So, what do you feel like? Do you feel like public uh, service workers and people that work with uh, other individuals, should they be required to take the vaccine?
2: Okay, before I answer that question, um, and maybe I'll answer it throughout the... What I feel like the people should understand what an actual vaccine is, firstly. And honestly, where COVID and all of that good stuff came from. So, firstly we we give up people a lot of trust and i mean I'm, an, I'm a nursing student and i hope my patients give me trust so i don't want to like degrade that at all but we give people a lot of trust and again these people are human beings right we make mistakes um covid what it did to everybody and i don't care what you say how you say it when you say it what this did to us was it stemmed a level of fear that nobody was ready for okay so we were scared okay And it was big when it happened. Now, fear makes you do a lot of crazy stuff, okay? When you're in fear, you're scared about the power that you once had. So do I think it's a little bit of a power game? Absolutely. But um, more to it, let's talk about what a vaccine actually is, right? So vaccines come from the nature for viruses, right? Viruses have this special thing called antigens, okay? These are pathogens, and these little antigens, think about like a circle with little spikes on it. And those are the little spikes, right? So what they try to do is they try to find antibodies to to like fight off those little antigens, those little spikes, and 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 hopefully it will you know immune or, or you know bring people into immunity. Okay, here's the thing though, and I like to say that like pneumonia. And uh, COVID and uh, the flu, Like they're all, they're all first cousins. Okay, they all love each other. They're all, you know, they they party together, they study together, they do it all. So these are these are viruses that they change all the time. We know this. We know this about COVID. We knew it when 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 we figured out what COVID was. And mind you, COVID was a man-made created bioweapon, virus, whatever you want to call it. It was, man, it was created. It was created and, and it was stemmed off of animals. So this COVID, the SARS vaccine or the SARS um, virus, it stemmed off of, of, of a virus that was between animals that is spread between them and they made it more potent for human beings. Okay. So let's just keep that into perspective. Now, when you come with a vaccine, there are very specific protocol that you have to do in order to complete a vaccine process. Usually this takes years. Scientists have been doing a very, 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 like, strong job trying to limit that time, trying to make it a lot shorter. And they've been successful. I mean, look at COVID. Um, but these are the three trials that it goes through. It goes through a safe trial. It goes through... Um, like a, like a, a trigger. so basically it goes from like a, a little trial of a couple of, a couple of people and then it goes bigger. and when it goes bigger, that's because it's trying to um, trigger a bigger immune response and then it goes to an effective trial, which is thousands, okay? When there's an emergency, now listen to this, when there's an emergency and they want to speed it up the vaccine process, you guys, they're allowed to combine all of those trials. Okay? They're allowed to say, okay, you know what, you know what, you know what? Instead of going from 100, we'll do 100 for this in this state. And then another one, we're going to do the thousands. And then the other ones, we're going to go to the communities and start passing. They're allowed to do that. They're allowed. So then you tell yourself, okay, so there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear. Okay? That's number one. And then now they're allowed to rush. So when you're scared and you move too fast, what does that result to? Error. It just happens. We're human beings. It just happens. Okay. There's another thing called the varus. V-A-E-R-S, okay? And what this does is it basically accumulates all of the adverse effects that give to every, every single vaccine. COVID-19 is the biggest vaccine push right now, so that's the numbers that they're going to give out, okay? When you look at these numbers, they tell you. These are these are people that are literally writing in their effects. Whether you want to believe it or not, these are people that are doing their due diligence. I don't care if somebody's sitting there all night and they're writing, oh, okay, blood clot, blood clot, blood clot. If they got a blood clot, they got a blood clot. That's not something that I can change, you can change, the mayor can change, whoever. These are what people actually got. And w- we're forgetting that. Like, it's not, it's not fair if somebody got the vaccine and they're saying, hey, you guys. I felt like absolute crap. And not only did I felt like crap. I felt like crap for two weeks. I still don't feel the same. My arm's killing me. And guess what? I got COVID again. I got COVID three months later. And I still have to wear the mask. When we, when we elected Joe Biden, he literally said, get the vaccine and don't, and you don't have to wear a mask. That's why a lot of people were vaccinating. Not because they were like, they're like, I'm sick of this mask. So people were like, let's just get it done so we can call it a day. So now you're going to tell me that as a healthcare student, As a student that's trying to serve the better good, you're mandating, you're forcing me to take something that you taught me in school that this is what happens in emergency. You're allowed to rush and errors are created. We learn about this stuff, guys. We learn about this stuff. And what's sad is is yes, we are scientists and all of these people, they're they're amazing people. I mean, look at look at look at America. Look what it did. Look at how great this country is. But at the same time you got to remember that we're in a state of fear. We are. So do I believe healthcare or anybody for that matter should be forced into taking something? Absolutely not.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Shema. And then Ziad, you didn't get a chance to answer this question. Same question to you. Do you feel like public officials, public s- service workers and people that work with around people, nurses, doctors, should be required to take the vaccine? Um, I think it's a big mistake if you force people uh, to mandate them, uh, public officials or
1: healthcare, uh, when you have uh, a shortage of officers, firefighters, uh, healthcare workers, and where is this shortage usually at? It's, it's not in the, in the established, nice neighborhoods. It's in the uh, less fortunate uh, uh, neighborhoods. That's who's really gonna suffer. So when you mandate these,
4: uh, uh, believe me, it's uh, the 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 affluential people will be just fine. It's
1: the lower half that's really going to be suffering, and that's the last thing that we need. We we need you know we can't we can't go without you know good officers and and healthcare workers and, and firefighters. And and I know when you're in an emergency, the last thing you're going to be asking is, "Excuse me, sir, can you show me your card to make sure that uh, you you have your vaccine." Um, like uh the sister before me said uh this this was rushed and um and even doing some research of my own i've even seen that full uh, uh approval takes even up to 10 years even yeah. and i know that um uh, maybe with time and you know internet and, and smaller world maybe we can cut certain things or, and, and make it somewhat quicker but i i really doubt that Within one year, we can find a vaccine. It just so happened that we happened to been working on for twenty years that nobody knew about. Um, right. This this is one of those things, and, I, and I'm sure it has. You know, we have a doctor, uh, you know, and uh, with us. And I and I don't want to take away from the everyday doctors that we see and the nurses that we see. This is the system that they're set up in to. Uh, it's it's almost like they're hitting a script of what to say and all these things, you know, to you know, to just to put it out there. And we've known pharmaceutical companies to be flat out wrong with a lot of things historically. Look at the Tuskegee uh, uh, experiments, where it was forty years. It wasn't just a few months. It was forty years of testing uh, on. Uh, on, on minorities, on black uh, black male sharecroppers for their syphilis, and they tested it on them with promises of uh, healthcare and whatever incentives, and 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 people bought it. Like, hey, you know what? I have no other options. Let me just take it. Um, and even within that time,
4: they found out that uh, antibodies
1: was was a way to treat syphilis. Uh, this was in 1947. However, it went on to 1972. These testings, and uh, so that's another like 30 years after, almost 30 years after those experiments were going on, and we know 1972 is not that long ago. That's older brothers and sisters for some of us. So to say that it can never happen and we have to trust, no, you have to question. This is what it, you know, this is what this country is. We, you, know, you have to question. You can't just take things as law. As if, oh, somebody important over me has said something. How many times have we seen the FDA approve something, and then when they stop their job at the FDA, they go on and take on a high role with a pharmaceutical company? It happens all the time. Not just pharmaceutical. I'm not just picking on them. That's tobacco. That's guns. That's whoever. Any, any lobbyists. And, and pharmaceuticals happen to be one of the biggest lobbyists for the government. Uh, this became highly politicized. And I'm not, I'm not art saying that one party is worse than others. I mean, you had Trump uh, saying that this would all, uh, that he knew this whole time how se- severe it was and he didn't want to scare anybody. So that, that right there, he showed that it was a lie. And then you had Anthony Fauci, Dr. Fauci said, masks don't work. And then they say, oh, it does work. We just wanted to collect the masks for our, our healthcare people. And then also you have Biden who said we could uh, you know we'll get away. You know we'll get away from all this uh, if everybody takes a jab. Well, we have up to almost. I think we're close to. I think uh, to seventy percent with at least one shot. And here we are a year later. We're still the same rate as we were. Uh, now I know there's a variant. However, it will always be a variant. That's what viruses are. Viruses. I mean that's why we have the flu every year. That's why we have. Uh, you know, so I mean, and the flu shot, I don't take it, and, and nobody takes it. I, I don't know anybody that that says I take the flu shot all the time. Now, a lot of elders and some of the young people, you know, the, you know, our, our babies and our children, they'll take it. Their immune system is not as well as a, a full grown adult, but um, there's a lot of mistrust with the medical industry, and
4: this is this is the reason why is because. They'll say, "Hey, do this," and then they'll flat out and say, "Oops, sorry, uh, we lied
1: for your own good." So who's to say that it, uh, later on they won't say, "Oh, sorry about that. Uh, we made a mistake." Like how they they waited until 1997 with this Tuskegee experiment, where Bill Clinton said, "Oh, sorry about that. Um, we made a mistake." I don't want to be a part of that mistake that happens. Uh, to our kids and our and our and our wives. By the way, in those experiments, it wasn't just the people who were tested on those studies that got uh, problems medically. It was their spouses and their offsprings. So this is a generational problem that it was even created. So this is why I'm I'm hesitant. I pull back whenever they say, "Hey, you know, there's a mandate on on this." I I, I don't want to say that that um there's you know this this vaccine is probably it might be good it might be but i don't know i'm still nervous and that's that's my right to be nervous that's my whole thing and that's where i'll leave it at that all right thank you ziad i appreciate it and
0: so uh by the way i appreciate everybody's answers everybody's answers is very uh educated and uh, i like it everybody's backing it up with some facts And I'm going to skip over the the college campus one. Um, I feel like that question is not really too uh, important. But what I was going to ask now is, um, do you think the U.S. will eventually require people to take the vaccine? And if the answer is yes, what would you do if they did? If you think the answer is yes. Uh, but, yeah, you were about to say something else, Shannon.
2: No, I just wanted to mention, being a college student, I think I'm the only one that's still in college right now. But um, being a college student, I have two options. It's either I get the vaccine, I figure out some type of exemption, which I don't qualify, like they're literally denying it, and then, or I, or I can't go to school. So th- those are my options right now. Is that fair? As somebody that's been investing $20,000 a semester, is that fair? And I'm three years in, so you're going to strip me. Um, I'm an upperclassman. You're going to strip me of that, that, the right that I have. You, you see? Like, you, you guys see the correlation, how it's just, it's not adding up. Nothing's adding up. So jump to your question, because then I'm pretty sure this one's going to tie in.
0: Yeah, is, so... Um I don't know if you have started the question yet. I don't think you have. So I guess I can start off.
2: You said the travel, what was it?
0: Yeah. So basically the question is, do you feel like the the United States are leaning towards maybe requiring everybody? Like, do you think that time will come? And I guess hypothetically speaking, and then even if you think no, if they did, what would you do?
2: Oh, how about you answer? You know, you haven't answered first.
0: I mean, me personally, I don't think the time will come. But at the same time, I think that, I mean, I already got vaccinated. So I'm already a part of the people that got vac- vaccinated. Trial. Uh Yeah, exactly. So will let
6: you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I don't think that time will come, but I, I think that that's where it's trending. You know, that's um, what I personally feel like. But go ahead.
6: So, like, even when you uh, register your children into school, um, there's ways to get out of it. So I don't think it's going to be, like, mandated where it's to the point where, like, we don't care everyone because even with children you still have the choice to get them vaccinated or not you know there's like a form that you could fill out and religious reasons or i'm not you know very familiar with it but there's a lot of parents that are against vaccinating their kids and they still go to school but isn't
2: it sad that you have to label it as a religion in order to get out of it or you got to label it as your health like i don't okay i have ms right but i don't use my ms as my my little fiddle that i'm like nah like that's no, I use it as my strength. I use it as my armor. But isn't it sad now? Somebody that took a hardship in her life, transformed it, now wears it as my armor, right? And now you're telling me the only way that you can get exempt from this is if you say, hey, it's from your religion or, hey, it's from your, it's from your health conditions. That now you're going to make me th- start thinking less of myself because I just, I just got over the fact that I had a health condition. And I just got to, m- to, the, to the thought that I'm a normal person. Or I'm I'm just the average Joe, just like everybody else. But now now I have to find an exemption, which is like, what if I don't want to be exempt? What if I just don't want to take it? What if I What if I'm waiting? What if I'm waiting for all the guinea pigs to everybody do does their magic? Because you know guinea pigs don't really have them. Anyway.
0: A backbone? Is <laughs> that what you're going to say? Is that what you're
4: going to say? Guinea pigs don't have a backbone? No, guinea pigs don't have a long shelf life. Oh, so okay. they, they,
2: That's why they test on guinea pigs, right? So let the guinea pigs do the guinea pig work, and then if it's safe enough, when they find a rendition for people with uh, preconditions and, and, and it's been in the game for longer than five, six years, maybe. Maybe. But, again, you're coming from a girl that has MS. Now, they don't even know what causes MS, right? They say it's, oh, 50%. It could be from your genes, but nobody in my family ever had what I had. Ever, ever, ever. So I'm the only one. So then they say, oh, it might be environmental. I mean, okay, so what was I doing? You have to, If it's environmental, then you have to include vaccines in your environment, guys. This is primary intervention. This is what we learn. is how we, This is how we prevent everything. So just like we screen and just like we do all of these educational stuff, we promote vaccines. That's our environment. So you're gonna maybe, I mean, don't they say isn't there a big rumor virus or vaccines and autism and then you have your pro docs and your doc and your and somebody comes up and says, Oh no, this is absolutely one hundred percent wrong. But isn't it crazy that every single thing that we call or not not we but people or you know what? We we the people. The people call out anything in the government, whether it be from 5G towers, whether it be from COVID, whether it be from the vaccine, whether it be come from masks, whether they're effective or not, right? And it's a micro, microscopic organism. They don't work. Masks don't, do not work, okay? They lessen the chance, but they're not 100% effective, okay? But all of that, we are relying on a sole source of people telling us what to do. That's it. They tell us what to do, we abide by it. If you question it, you're considered the other. If you question it, you're considered crazy. If you question it, you're the anti-vacciners or you're the ones that are conspiracy theorists or you're this or you're this or you're this. And it's like, okay, if I'm that, then then okay. But you can't tell me that everybody is going to like, it's gonna have to be like a world notion. So I can't travel if I don't get vaccinated. So here's the thing. I know a couple of people that travel, like travel, travel. And I'm not talking about domestic flights. I'm talking about international. It's part of their job. They got vaccinated. Their job actually gave them an an, uh, ultimatum. You get vaccinated or you lose your job. They get vaccinated. They travel. You guys, nobody asks them for their vaccine card. Nobody. Okay. Okay. Like nothing. Okay. Israel, which is basically America's number one ally, right? Ninety-two percent of the country is fully vaccinated. Ninety-two percent. That's huge. That means only eight percent, and eight percent is you know scheme you know, all around. But you have ninety-two percent of this complete country that's vaccinated. You guys, they just went into a shutdown. They just went to a shutdown because why? The new variant. Because of COVID. So <laughs> So how about you, like America, your ally, you know your ally, your best friend, they just got hit bad. So you know how you guys are forcing us to do it? Laughing stock, maybe? If you go to other developed countries, America's losing their rep. America's losing their, like, their big boy pants. We're losing it. And why? It's because we're not we the people. We're not freedom, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We're, we don't have that anymore. We, we're getting stripped away from our basic entiti- entities and our basic freedom, then that's not okay. Why did we come to America? Why did our families come to America? For that sole purpose, to have our freedom. And now you're telling me it's mandated?
0: Thank you so much, Jim. I appreciate it. And I'm going to pass it to you now, Mr. Sarvello. <laughs> uh, you know, the question Sorry, basically then. is, uh, do you believe that the United States will eventually require everyone to be vaccinated? And if the answer is yes, I mean, you already shared that you're a vaccinated individual. Yeah. So uh, I guess it wouldn't really matter if what you think what people will do. I'll ask the next couple guys that question. But I guess, do you feel like the U.S. will get to that?
3: I do, I do not. Okay. I, I, I certainly do not. And I, I, there, there's a couple of reasons. And one of them, um, I believe that if, if there was any kind of a mandate... Um, you would find that the states would completely rebel against that, because it becomes a state kind of um, of responsibility that they that they would want to assume. They would they don't want they I don't think they would want the federal government to go ahead and to mandate that. They, they would they would they, they would want to make that decision one way or the other. Um, that's that that's that's what I believe. Um, I don't know why you called on me after hearing that, <laughs> but, uh, but, but, you know, I mean, there was a lot of evidence, and I, I understand, you know, that, well, we, 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 uh, you know, we, you know, somebody said, you know, the system that we have isn't the best, um, the research that we have. Uh, you know, isn't all that it should? Uh, cr- it's cr- not all cracked up what it should be. But you know, the thing about it is, is that we had we have time. We we, we had to start saving people's lives somewhere along the line. And so, if we rushed through experiments, if we rushed through that, um, you know, th- th- there was some obviously there were there was some purpose behind that. Mm-hmm. And um, the purpose was that we had to start saving people's lives. Um, you know, uh, you don't, um, n- nobody on this program right now um, has had, well, first of all, you're not 80 years old, okay? Um, you're but I'm 80. No, you're um, not. Yeah, oh, yes. I can't believe you um, But anyway, I lived through the, uh, the polio a- epidemic. Um, 1955, 54, 55, probably the 58. I remember, as a kid, going in mass to get our uh, to get our shots. They they lined us up. The little kids. We went from the Catholic school right over to the public school. They lined us up, and they gave us our shots. After that. Um, you know, then, then, you, then you took it through a, a, a sugar cube or through um, a fluid that you, uh, that you drank. But anyway, what, what you have to understand is that there were some real failures in this particular um, vaccine the polio vaccine, the Salk polio vaccine. Uh, you know, and I'm trying to remember exactly, but there was a time when they were putting this out, and it was in California. And they had, they did, they, they went and shot some kids up, and I think about a hundred of them died. Um, and the thing about it is, is that when you stop to think, about you know they were trying to get this out and by the way uh, this vaccine was not um, produced by the federal government um, th- this v- vaccine was produced in a laboratory by dr Salk and it was under the auspices of the March of dimes and the march of dimes were the were they they were the contributing people and the contributing organization that that provided the funds for this and um, so uh, you know the, the federal government um, had oh, and had very little to say about this whole process uh, they wanted a lot to say but th- they didn't get that um, and eventually they did but but you know uh, you know you, you live through something like that as a kid and it was scary you're right you're frightened to death. Parents were frightened to death. Mm-hmm. Some of them you want children. a
6: solution, like
3: yeah, you know? yeah, by all means. And so um, you know, there were some, <laughs> you know, there were some setbacks. But yeah, I guess you got to expect that when you're. That's you know, the unfortunate
6: to... part. Is that with any thing that's new, there are going to be some situations where, you know, unfortunately, people, you know, die. I'm Not to yeah. say that's
2: okay at all, no. but you kind of have to. With everything, it's trial and error. 60,000 60, people die every year from the flu. 60,000 people die every year from the flu. It happens. Pneumonia, the numbers are lar- way larger. You know, like, th- we're, COVID, unfortunately, it's here to stay. But I'm hoping soon that it stops losing that fear and people can start realizing that it's just an upper respiratory infection. And listen, you guys, just like how we keep saying by human, by person, whatever the case may be, it's by person. I can sit here and tell you guys, theory after theory, science, factual evidence after science, you know, evidence on how this virus actually works, but it's literally by the person. So, people die. But people die every day. People die from car accidents. People die from just walking to the work. Everything. So, unfortunately, this guy's here to stay, and he's going to be taking people's lives, just like pneumonia, just like his other, his other cousin, just like, you know, all these other people. They're going to they're gonna do it. So, do I think it's fair that we're going to be in a constant level of fear for, from a virus? No. You know what you do? Up your vitamin C, y'all. Literally, up your vitamin C. There's so many ways. There are so many ways that we can fight this virus without the fear. Without the fear. We, I, we don't need to be running in line to go get a vaccine. That What blows my mind, and here's what just mind boggles me, right? I went to Papaya the other day. And I was going to get some, um, some avocado, right? And I was just going, you know, going up there. And this place, I go there because they have fresh fruit, right? Fresh fruit, fruit and veggies, right? I was going in. I had my card ready. No, obviously, I'm going to have to buy these stuff. As I'm walking in, though, there's a booth. There's a literally a booth that says, enter me for a free car, free COVID vaccine. Yeah. So now when I'm going to, so why are my fruits free then? So if you guys are trying to save my life or save community immunity, right? If you're trying to save the community, why aren't my fruits and veggies free? Why is the COVID vaccine free? But why do you guys get money if you guys give me a vaccine? Is it because of greed now? Is it because of population control? Gets you thinking, you know? It gets you honestly thinking. I mean, we don't know what, what happens behind closed doors. We don't know the conversations that they're having in meetings like we're doing right now. We don't know. So then you have to use your critical thinking skills and you have to decide, you know what? Yes. But hey, you guys, the same people that are telling us about COVID, the same people that are reporting the numbers about COVID-19 are the same people that call us terrorists. Yep. It's the news, right? It's the same people. It's the same people that are reporting every day that a cop kills somebody else. These are the same people. People, so w- we look at them and we're like, oh, don't trust the media when they say, don't look, Muslims are this or Muslims are this. But you're gonna say, yeah, but there's a lot the of vaccine. media.
6: There's a lot of media that's telling you the opposite. You know what I'm saying? That's where. You-
2: all of the what, what do you mean
6: for for the vaccine? Or that's for negative. That's negative as well. What? Like you could get a lot of information that's negative about the vaccine as well. It's not just what's positive. You know what I'm you saying? You know
2: what's crazy? Doing having to do the research. You know, just like not wanting to talk from you know like La La Land, and I had to actually go and like figure it out. You know, stuff that I was able to access. Just I've always been anti. And what's crazy is realizing what COVID was, like, I was like, okay, people are saying it came from bats. People are saying it came from snakes. People are saying it came from a lead. So from the beginning of COVID, I was like, you know what? I can't trust nobody. I have to figure out the information. And I did. I sat down and I researched and I researched and I researched. So now when all people that I know are constantly giving, getting COVID, I was the only one that did not get it because I did the research. I figured out what actually works, what actually doesn't work, and, and you go, you do your due diligence. It's two years into the, the virus. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, I've never gotten it because I do my due diligence. Two hours, I'm up in this, and, and I'm out. I volunteer every single day. So like I, it's not like I'm sheltered or I'm not. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's being vigilant. It's being aware of what's actually going around, okay? But then we tell ourself, um, um, the, the that news, that news comment, the same people that are trying to, like you said, that there's negative. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even access this, like theirs, okay? V-A-E-R-S, it's like I told you, it's the CDC. It comes off of the CDC and it reports all of the adverse effects of every single vaccine. When I logged into it, when I first heard about it in the beginning, 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 like 2020, when I first heard about it, it was easy as heck to access. I'm talking about, I went on it right through my phone. Today, today I was like, oh, let me go check the numbers so I can have some numbers, right? It was, like, almost impossible. I needed an identification code. So, like, what's, okay, here's another thing. CDC. We love the CDC. Everybody has their comments, whatever. Okay, go to the CDC. This is why these people that you guys are holding on such high regard. Let me fi- let me show you guys the discrepancy. The CDC has something on their website for the zombie apocalypse, guys. If you type in cdc.com slash zombies, they're going to have a whole protocol on what to do if zombies come. This is the CDC. These are the people that are telling us to take the... So, you see what I'm saying? So, okay, so the same guys that are telling you guys to take the vaccine are also saying that there's zombies coming. So rather you believe... Like, it's just so circle, workle, la-la, everybody gets to say... It's, it's fear. Zombies scare the crap out of everybody. So we're all like, ah, oh. then you have viruses, a, a little thing that is killing people. Scary. So it's just, it's, a, it's, a, it's time to start killing our fear with knowledge. I think that's very, very
0: important. Thank you so much. Uh, Ziad, I'm going to ask you now the question basically of, uh, do you believe that everyone will be required to take the vaccine? And if your answer is no, uh, what would you do uh, if you, I mean, I don't know where your stance is on taking, I mean, uh, if you have taken it or not, you don't even have to share it, but what would you do if you're somebody that's against taking a vaccine and they're pushing you to take the vaccine? So, um, it's going to be pretty hard to police this. I mean, I know that private businesses have been doing this already, where they're requiring vaccines and even hospitals.
1: And uh, uh, but it's it's going to be pretty hard because you have people who are uh, fully invested before this pandemic hit, uh, and then they're t- giving them the choice: well, take it or not, uh, take it or you forfeit everything, like your college credits or or whatever. And and honestly, you'll see a lot of it might it might they might initially be able to do it but then it's going to be tied up in so many court cases this is this is pretty much abortion 2.0 uh this is this is what this is and um yeah so and, and even like the sister said as far as uh believing in the fda or the cdc or whatever uh, i don't know if uh we can one hundred percent trust them, and and yeah, they might have zombie apocalypse or whatever. But I think that 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 role for for that part of it is they're saying in case. But that being said,
2: whatever, uh, whatever it is. I'm sorry. I said whatever it is. Who cares? Even if it's well, a joke I, I, or not. I, I not no, I'm agreeing with you. Okay, so I'm on your team. Hold on. <laughs> but uh, uh,
1: the the thing is, is that it's not that they they can be wrong. People can be wrong. And and they come back and say, "Oops, you know, we we were wrong, but our intentions were pure." That's not even the case, even. People's intentions
4: can be driven by corruption and greed. Uh, you know,
1: it's it's funny with with the media. Um, it's there's this famous quote. If you if you uh, don't watch the news, you're uninformed, and if you watch the news, you're ill-informed. So it's it's one of those then if you then if you don't kind. Of, kind of deals. Um actually myself, uh when I was an intern in uh in the Canadian Parliament, uh, it, you could look my name up and you'll see there was this one time where I uh um I met Arnold Schwarzenegger because I was wearing an Anaheim Ducks jersey, a hockey jersey, in Canada. And Canada uh hockey's religion over there. Yeah. So I was wearing an American jersey over there. And I had it signed and whatever, and there was a reporter slash photographer that was right behind me and he asked me a few questions and then I told him, you know, I wore this jersey just, you know, as a you know, as a joke for my friend. And then, so he kept saying to me, so you did it for the attention. I was like, no, that's not why I did it. And he kept saying it, he said it three times. So you did it for the attention to the point where I said, sure, whatever. That's exactly what I said. If you look up that news article, it said, I hate Anaheim, uh, I don't even like them, I'm from Detroit. I, I just did it for the attention. So the media will print whatever they want, whatever they want to fit the narrative. Um, so, um, as far as going back to the question, because I feel like we're going off on this tangent, yeah. it's going to be really hard to police this, uh, making sure that uh, I mean we have it in the news right now uh, as far as um, uh, pro choice, pro life, and I know we're not talking about this right now, um, but how How many years have that been? that's that's decades uh, talk, if not before that. and and we're still it's still a discussion. So I, I, it's gonna be really
4: hard to force vaccinations u s nationwide. I don't know. maybe they might do it in states, Maybe that might be pockets or even private businesses, but a nation nationwide vaccination that's I don't see it happening.
0: All right, Thank you so much. I appreciate it. appreciate the same question to you. Do you see it happening a nationwide? Uh, vaccine mandate in a roundabout way yes are they going to directly come out
4: and say that this is a requirement this is a government this is law Uh, no they're not going to do
5: that what they're going to do is they're going to use coercion to get everyone to comply and that's the new way of getting the masses to go in the direction that they want them to go in so if they want everyone to get vaccinated they're going to say hey businesses private businesses guess what You are exempt from any lawsuits that arise from any kind of COVID uh, related
4: spread that happened at your workplace. You are exempt from any type
5: of uh, vaccine related lawsuit that may arise because you don't know, we don't know, none of us knows. So we're gonna protect you and we're gonna say that it's going to be impossible for the private citizen to bring forth a lawsuit against you because you forced them to take a vaccine. So what is a corporation going to do? They're going to say, hey, you know what? We want to be buddy-buddy with the CDC. We want to be buddy-buddy with the FDA and the government officials. We're going to require, we're going to do what's in our best interests as a corporation, which is align ourselves with the people who are going to help our business and help further our business. And we're going to do what they want us to do. And if they want us to tell our employees to get vaccinated, then we're gonna tell them to get vaccinated. And in return, they're gonna put a piece of legislation together that protects us from lawsuits. So what do you have to lose as a company at that point? You're gonna lose a few employees. They're gonna walk away. They're gonna say, I'm not doing this and you're not gonna force me to do this. But as more and more businesses require it, you're gonna find yourself running into a lot of doors, a lot of closed doors, and you're gonna find it hard to find employment you're gonna you're gonna find it hard to participate in any kind of community activities and you're gonna just find it overall hard to live your life they're gonna make it almost impossible for you to live your life and to to the point where you're just gonna break down and say i'm gonna get the vaccine so i can get back with the masses get back in line with everyone else i want to be part of the group again that's where it's going
0: thank you thank you i appreciate that uh Everybody has some great points. And now I'm going to move on to the last question. And basically, I know we didn't cover everything that we want to cover, but I feel like we kind of talked about the important stuff. And so, Zia, yeah, I'm going to start with you uh, because I haven't started with you yet. Is Do you feel people should be required to share their vaccination status? Now, this has nothing to do with being for or against it. Just now just being required to share the status. Uh, people like to throw out um, HIPAA when it comes down to this kind of stuff. So do you feel people should be required to share their vaccination status yet?
1: So I'm not sure if this is covered under HIPAA uh, and even to a certain extent. So I'm not, I don't want people to think that I'm delusional, uh, you know, I'm anti-whatever. But however, um, uh, I am for security and um, I, I feel like your business is your business, whatever you are. Whether it's religion, um, uh, uh, sexual preference, uh, disability, whatever it may be, uh, your business is your your business. And uh, there's even the famous quote from Benjamin Franklin, uh, those who chose security over liberty deserve neither. Um, I I think that when you ask for your uh, people's vaccination statuses, you create, you create a pathway for, well, what else can we get out of them? Um, I'm not for that. I, 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 it's, um, and I know this is a lame uh, example. However, um, I had uh, DTE come to my house before, okay? And um, they told me, well, we need to put this new meter onto your house. Uh, we're given orders. I was like, well, by who? It wasn't by me, and I own this house. Um, Well, they said, well, we have to, otherwise, you know, or, or, you know, we can cut you off. I was like, well, I'm paying my bills. I'm, I'm doing, you know, what I'm supposed to do. That's, this is not your property. I, you know, you don't own this home because they, you know, I said, well, you know what? This is their workers telling me this. So I go, you know what? I need you to show me any kind of paperwork that shows that you have that right. When I signed a deed for my house, it belonged to me. It didn't belong to you. I didn't, you know, you didn't co-sign, you didn't pay, you know, the bills to this house with me. This is my home. I got the manager on, They go, you know, you're right. If you want to, that's fine. Otherwise, you know, they're gonna have to charge me a, a different way. I was like, well then charge me a different way. I don't, I don't like somebody coming into my home telling me what I have to do. I like to, to make informed decisions. Uh, and so, Going back to uh, should you have to reveal your vaccination status? Look, if somebody wants to get the vaccine, great. That's your choice. It's my choice not to. As my choice not to let you know if I did or if I didn't. Um, I think people see it as, oh well, it's a vaccine; it's harmless. You have to look at outside of that. You have to look at the you know the precedent that it sets. This is law 101 even where it's valid here they're gonna make it valid here then then it'll always be you know uh, you know the later on in, in the future 20 years from now or even a year from or whenever they'll say well you guys uh, you know this was okay when we wanted to pass vaccination what's to say that I can't do this because I want to pass X you know whatever X uh, law or whatever i it should be difficult to push something like this uh, through. And it should be, you shouldn't be allowed to do it. It should be your choice. It should be your liberty to do something like this. So, no, I think you shouldn't have to divulge uh, uh, what what you have or, or what you don't have or, or whatever. Um, that's how I feel. Thank you, Ziyad uh, Bishid. I'm, I'm
0: going to pass it to you now, too. Bishid. Uh, do you feel like people should be required to share their vaccination status?
5: I don't, but what I feel has no relevance when it comes to the law and rights, employers' rights. So, as Ziad said, he wasn't sure if it was covered under HIPAA. HIPAA only requires HIPAA is only only applies to HIPAA covered entities, which is healthcare providers, um, health plans, and health, you know other healthcare fields. As an employer, if i want to know if my employee is vaccinated i can say i need to know whether or not you're vaccinated i need you to prove to me if you say you are i need you to prove to me that you are vaccinated and if they refuse i can say you won't have a job here if you don't get vaccinated and guess what as an employer i have every right to do that Mm -hmm. and there's nothing that anyone can do about it I'm i'm a private corporation and how i run my company is my business as long as i'm not violating the law i'm not a HIPAA covered entity so i can ask that question and you will as an employee answer the question or just be dismissed from employment if i choose to do so yeah so i don't think it's right i would never do that to anybody that worked for me i think it's wrong i think it's horrible um and just talking to people at the office i you know i talk to people all the time and i some people share that they were vaccinated. Some people don't. I tell some people that I'm not vaccinated, and I withhold that information from others. Um, you know, everyone takes that information differently. Some people become very offended by it, that I'm not that I'm not vaccinated, and you know, then they want to start treating you different, and you're the pariah, and you're you're the guy out there so i choose to share that I, I, I selectively share that information
0: thank you thank you appreciate i appreciate
5: that uh Sarvella, i'm gonna go
0: ahead and pass it to you do you feel people should be required to get vaccinated
2: you're lucky
3: i'm behind you this time oh no i'm oh why am i <laughs> <laughs>
2: behind you this
3: time oh good good i i i i believe yes um i i do because it relates uh, to the um, safety of the total population. Um, I think that knowing um, the vaccination status of somebody um, would uh, certainly uh, uh, give you a choice on how you want to interact with that individual. Uh, but, you know, and, and I go back to Shema, it's fear, and it's um, it's really concern Um you know, um, here I am, right now. I'm sitting right next to Shema, and she's not vaccinated, and I am. Um, should I be concerned? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> should I be concerned? <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't know, you know. So I, you know, that 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 that's the way I feel about it.
2: Yeah. But listen, if I was sitting next to you and I was vaccinated, I still could have COVID. You could. Yep yeah but, and,
3: and there's there's a, chance, but the chances of you
2: I still forget having, it though, yeah, just like yeah. Uh, Dr. Mohammed Sahuba said something earlier. he said, um and I think it was Bash that said it. he said something about or I think it was yeah something about wearing the PPE still, right and Dr Muhammad Sahuba said was bash. Uh, he said he said, well, there you know there's still a two percent one percent chance. guys, we go to Cedar Point every year. there's a, a ten twenty thirty percent chance of dying on that roller coaster. We drive cars every single day. There's a 10 15% chance of us dying every single time we get in that car. There's chances everywhere. So now you're telling me that for 1% to 2% I have to wear a mask? Something that I'm breathing in more CO2 than oxygen? CO2 is, is, is toxic to the body, guys. We take that toxin out every time we, we exhale. But we're breathing. There's just so much back and forth. There's so much things that are fickle. They say one thing, but then I can find 10 things to back it up that don't correlate with it. So... It's just the correlation for me is off. And now that there's this mandate vaccine that they're telling me, oh, uh, this vaccine is going to help save it. But I know people. I know people that didn't just get the two vaccine. They got the booster too. So they got three jabs. when they only said in the beginning it was going to be one. Now they got three jabs and they still caught COVID. They still caught it. And, and I, when I asked them, like, oh, my God, how was it? It was. At, was at, she's like, oh, the same run. You know, the body aches, this, this, that, that. I'm like, for real? The same thing? She's like, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's a little bit better. I'm like, I mean, don't you think it's a little bit better because you got COVID one, twice in a year? Like, you just got it so you know what to expect almost? And she's like, you got the Delta. You didn't get COVID. You had a different variant. of. The... So it's just like, okay, do you, boo. But I didn't get COVID ever. And I, never got, and I never got a vaccine. So, like, you got three. I got none. You got COVID twice. I got COVID zero times but I have to get it. I have to, I'm forced when you got COVID twice. So like with people that, people that got it again, what's their repercussion? If they get COVID and they're still spreading it and they're now, they're the people that are spreading the Delta variant. Cause now these are the people that are doing, I just told you guys, Israel's numbers, 92 people, 92%, the 8% of the population could not have spread the whole country and being affected again. It's just, it's physically impossible. So 8% was not responsible for that. So, it's just it's just crazy.
0: The correlation is not there. But Sarbello, you're raising your hand. I'm sorry, he was about to say something. Go ahead. Oh no
3: no no. I'm, I'm okay.
0: No, no, all, right. All, right. all right, and I was just gonna quickly say that I'm definitely for sharing the vaccination status, like you said, for the safety of people. I feel like people at least the least they can do is at least let people know if you're for or against it, just so have people can maneuver the way that they want to maneuver. Um, I'm gonna let Abid now say something. Uh, go ahead. And do you feel like people should share their vaccination status? um
6: and certain um like in a school system I could only give you guys an example of a school system because I work at a school and with the school that I work at we have we follow CDC guidelines okay and there's different guidelines for people that are vaccinated and are not so at that situation yes you should share you know you shouldn't tell the whole world you shouldn't have to like sit there and like wave it you know in the air and like I'm vaccinated or I'm not vaccinated but in certain situations where kids are involved, you're in a building together, there's a system. The system might not work, but there's a, you're going towards a way to make it work or to see if it could work. And um, at the end of the day, um, yeah, I, honestly, I think, why not? If you, if you don't want to take it, say you don't want to take it. Why, why are you afraid to share your status? There? Because you get eaten. Well, you get eaten both ways. You get you, you get, get called what? What are some names that are people that are people that are getting vaccinated called?
0: Guinea pigs we exactly. got called like three so times you're, today. you're bullied both ways.
2: <laughs> So if you're gonna do but it, you, but the, here's the facts though. Here's here's the honest to god facts. It is a clinical trial. You right now. No, I people, understand that. People, all I'm saying is that you should like my opinion right now is
6: saying you you, you shouldn't like it's, it doesn't matter. You could say if you're not or you're not or you did or you didn't. Okay, but so, you, so you know, especially at a workplace where you follow certain guidelines. So you believe
2: that businesses like our not. No, team, I'm
6: not saying all businesses. So you're saying stuff that certain deal with school students or kids. Certain places that, you know, that you work with or whatever. So that's, if you want to work there and you sign a contract and that's what they're
2: following, then yeah. If you don't want to, find, you know, go to a different place. Wow. Honestly. Wow. So if you're telling me, if I gave a company 20 years of my life and I've invested time and time and time and You know, time, it's not fair. But at this time,
6: that's, if that's what they're, they're, that they're doing mm-hmm. at the certain time, you kind of have to... Make that choice yourself. So then, what happens? But here's here's But they're not firing anyone. I'm not trying to tell you that my job is firing anyone that doesn't want to take the vaccine. Right. They're still. But
1: they are firing they? people. Some. I know, but I'm saying. They are fi- fi-
6: no, I completely right. understand. That's
1: them. why I, I'm saying. As far as like people bullying, saying sheep or or guinea pig or whatever, words is words. Right. Uh, right. The we'll, the fact squeeze. that people are being able to be fired, or I have to do an extra step to do a job or to go to school or. Like, let's look at that. In sports for instance. I know that you know we kind of glossed over it a little bit but even uh, what the set of rules for a vaccinated person has to do and a non-vaccinated has to do are way different. And you're talking about you're losing millions of dollars for athletes. And I don't know nobody's going to boo over over millionaires, but um that's not the point. The point is the two different sets of rules. Not name calling. Just uh, uh uh it's 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 not fair. You're not on an equal level. That's that's what. uh, uh, That's the point of the whole. uh, Why? You know. What's the big deal if I say I'm not over I am. Alright,
0: so yeah, no, it's so fine. Thank you for that. And shame it now same question goes to you. I know you kinda touched on it and we kinda know where you're about to go with this.
2: I think what they're trying to do is they're just trying to isolate everybody. They're trying to make it one side versus the other side, straight up. So, I mean, I'm not against any side. Like
6: I said, it's everybody's choice. People we'll, like, like at the uh, end but of the day. The majority
2: of people are sided. The majority of human beings right now, because of the isolation, we've been in isolation for two years. I know people Can I have, ask
6: a question like to um everyone that won't get like so what is your reason not to get vaccinated? Is it because is that hasn't been clinically proven yet. Like, what do you like? Are you afraid that if you do get it, you'll get like extra,
2: or you'll? First of all, I don't anything that somebody forces on me. Uh, that's a yeah, that's with everything. That's number one. That's first and foremostly that's, for everything. Number two, I know too much science. I know too much science, and I've been the guinea pig my entire life. I've been in and out the hospital since I was 12 years old. I've relied on medications that literally screwed my life over. Right. I have I have chronic illnesses that. Doctors don't even really know. My, my, my medication that I take, well, not anymore, alhamdulillah, but the medications that I was prescribed, I'm older than those medications. These are, not, these are not old things that have been around long enough for us to look at people. The first vaccine that was 100% solid, which was a polysaccharide um, uh, vaccine, right? That vaccine wasn't established until 1987. Where the first round laboratory, everything regulated this, that, kid, that, kid, all 1987. My uncle's older than that. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, that's, and then you're telling me that now somebody that has MS that's already scared crapless about my other other right. things that can happen now i have to think about the repercussions of what could happen to me 5 10 20 years of, from from a vaccine that yes. was no that that's was optional that's definitely underlying health issues is but uh, like yeah. like i mean what about honestly 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 there are other ways that i could protect myself 100%. and i and you should have the, so why, why, why can't i hold a card why can't i hold a card that says hey i'm not vaccinated but i'm protecting myself every two hours can i do that so how about we how about we stop showing cards? How about we show if we're protecting ourselves? I haven't because shown I'm my even, card once I, and I have a card. I have never shown nobody, my card once. nobody. I, TikTokers that all they do is they travel, right? And all they do is they, they they rent out these bougie hotel rooms and they oh stay at this place, stay at this she literally vaccinated. She's like, I'm not going to lose my job because of this. Cause I... And she's like, no, you know what? I'm going to these places. They're not asking me for my card, and I'm pissed. Because the only reason why I got this vaccine card was to travel. And she's like, no, no, no. You're going to look at my card. And he's like, okay. So they instilled more fear. Yeah. It's, it's just fear. And from a girl that loses her eyesight like it's candy, or a girl that loses her ability to walk and talk like it's rain, I'm fearless, so this stuff doesn't scare me. This stuff is like, been there, done that. Like, what's an upper respiratory infection? Had, I've had plenty. You know what I mean? I have. So for me, it's just, it's just a matter of fear, and do I believe this little fear card should be presented to everybody? I mean, if you want, but guess what? Every time I say I'm not vaccinated, which I'm very liberal about it, I'll talk to you about why I don't believe that I should take it. But when I do, I get, oh, Shay, you have MS. Why would you take it? You're I'm like, that's exactly right. I have neurological deficits. There's people that are getting neurological deficits from this, from this vaccine. I'm not, and then here's the best part. Nobody's going to be held responsible. So if I take the vaccine, they're going to be like, it was on your will. But they're mandating it. They're going to be like, oh, nobody, nobody's held responsible for this. So if, so if something goes wrong, so if you tell me, Shay, you know what? Not your better judgment. Your better judgment is telling you not to take the vaccine. Your government, which you're supposed to trust and love and their big brother. So now they're telling you, no, take it. Take it, take it. It's gonna protect people. Take it, take it. Okay, I take it. I messed up. Okay, I have neurological deficits where I cannot, I'm no longer, no longer shape, no longer normal shape. Okay, I go. I'm like back to my doctor. I'm like, yo, what's going on? This is happening. Tough luck. Sorry. Is that fair? No, not at all. So why am I'm I being? Why am I being? Why am I being attacked for waiting until like we have a couple of years until, into until it being a thing? Give what I mean, yeah. like it's like, and then we, and then when, then when I sit here and I talk about the reasons why I don't want to take it, somebody's like, oh yeah, I can understand with your precondition, condi- whatever. It's like, wait, wait, wait. I was just saying that for me personally. What about the average Joe that doesn't have anything? You think they should be forced? No, never. No, I'm everybody. not
6: saying anybody should be forced. All I'm saying but, is that in certain
4: situations, no, now,
6: I. I you with that i'm i'm pro-choice that's the thing that you're not getting i'm pro-choice but i'm saying in certain institutes as in a school you're in a school where you're working with kids okay they're not saying that you're fired all i'm talking about is the a school right now that's all i'm talking about they're not saying that you're fired if you're, you don't get the vaccine there's just certain precautions so they that they should know if who's vaccinated and who's not so they're not the they're not holding okay so basically if you i don't know off the top of my head but all i know is that I don't have to be quarantined if I'm near someone that there's like certain things that I don't have to be quarantined. However, I do have to still get tested, and, li- and then you know, in that place. But if you're if you're not vaccinated, you do have to. This is it's all CDC oh guidelines. Yeah, no so if you get the COVID, if you're gonna la- unite. No, I really don't know. want you to laugh at me. No, I, I want to know. No, no, no. I want to. Know, no, no. I'm just I want want you can look them up yourself. No, no. All I- I'm saying is my opinion is that in a certain institute, you know. Like, working with little kids, if there's a protocol that you're following as a school that you signed a contract that you're a part of, then yeah. But other situations when I can't speak upon anything else, especially with college students, I, I, I am with you with that because that's not fair at all, you know? But, um, you Wait, know, I just have just, a quick
2: question. I don't think that it should matter, Wait, honestly. Wait, because, you know, this is interesting to me because my mom works out of school. So you're telling me if you're vaccinated, you don't have to quarantine for two weeks? If you're exposed next to someone that was Does? that had COVID. Got it. Yeah, got it. Not if you okay. have COVID. Oh, not not okay. if
6: you have COVID. Only if you're next to somebody. Next to, someone to that somebody. Has, okay, yeah. got it, got it. But you still have the test. You you said. Yeah, test. And okay, then okay. to make sure. Okay, okay. Got it. Got so got it. just saying right. I mean you know, right. there there are some ridiculous things on this on the guidelines, but I'm just saying there's right. different guidelines.
0: Well, listen so, up, all right, because this kinda went uh Extended longer than I thought it would be. So at the end this of the day... This topic
6: is never ending.
0: Yeah, I it never, is never ending. It's two, it's
2: two, years, long. Long. It's
6: two years long. Like yeah. I just feel like everybody has their own choice. Do what you want to do. Yeah.
0: But I do want to I do want to just give a shout out again to the sponsors, BC Adhesives. I uh, appreciate those guys over there in Wisconsin. You got the Balkan House um, and Hemtramck and Ferndale location, by the way. And then we have the uh, Give to Gain uh, charity. Um, basically, it's a nonprofit organization that gives... Uh, money to orphans in Yemen Uh, thank you to those people as well then we got Leo's Coney Island and Royal Oak Uh, the best Leo's best Coney Island around is Leo's Coney Island and specifically the one in Royal Oak Uh, thank you to our sponsors and then just a final word guys if we can just make this like maybe no more than one minute uh, so we could just wrap everything up uh, and then we can just uh get things uh, get the show ended and on the road so I am going to go ahead and start off with you Sarvello Uh, what's your final word I guess final Uh, comments uh,
3: uh, thank you Um, I I guess my final word would be that um, we need to be really uh, and remain vigilant um, and informed Um, we need to be able to sift out the real important information that seems um, in, intelligent to us um, and be able to go ahead and um, use that information to go ahead and make the decisions i you know i mean you know there's respected scientists that uh, you know that that are all over the place and and they they're trying to, to, to they're trying to lead i think uh, lead us and um, you know they the there might be some that maybe aren't. But um, at any rate, um, we need to be able to listen to those people and be able to sift out the information.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. Ziad. Uh, final word?
1: Um, first of all, I want to thank uh, Ahmad and, and, and this fine panel for their time and even all of your listeners and viewers. Uh, the main thing is that uh, through all this, uh, I whether I was against or with you, I have total respect for everybody here. And that's the number one thing is that uh, whether you're for or you're against this bullying thing, like, you know, uh,
4: we're all in this together, right? I mean, that's, at the very least, we can all agree with
1: that. We all have the common goal of, of seeing this through and everybody being healthy and happy and with their families. Um, uh, I just also, shameless plug, uh act podcast uh that's a podcast with me and bash uh we are generally never this serious we're very uh and so our listeners who are probably listening now are like who are these guys um <laughs> but um
0: yeah listen to us uh um and thank you very much for your time and god bless you all thank you thank you Ziad. basheed i'm gonna pass it on to you man uh, and again thank you to both of you for being here by the way but go ahead basheed uh final word
5: no problem. Thank you, and thank everyone for participating in today's discussion. It was good. I enjoyed it. Um, be careful. Just be careful. Z and I, at the end of our podcast, we do our own little PSA. Wash your hands. Wash your face. face yeah. And, and we th- love you. And we miss you. And we <laughs> have the sign up where we go. But <laughs> then, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go but, ahead. <laughs> the big thing. The big thing is if you if you do the if your hands clean. Keep your hands away from your face. Uh, just do the, the common sense items that are unfortunately not so common anymore. You can avoid a lot of sickness, not just COVID. I mean, this applies to a number of things. Just cold, flu, everything. Wash your hands. Don't use too much. Um, what is that stuff? Don't sensitive. use it. Antibacterial, uh, yeah. Yeah. That That stuff's not good for you soap and water is the best for emergencies but you know yeah soap and water is always the best i'm sorry go ahead exactly soap and water is the best way to go that it's something that i do all the time um i I don't get close to people i try to encourage my kids not to get close to anyone's face it's it's good to give people space and under normal circumstances just give people space it helps prevent the passing of germs and you'll be just fine I made it this far. Let's see if I
0: can make it another year. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Bishit. I appreciate it. Shame that same question. Final word, I guess, not really a question statement. What's your final word?
2: All right. Um, I want to say criminals don't all look the same, right? So this is an act of uh, it's criminal. If you ask me, it's criminal. But um, there are, listen, always root for the underdogs, okay? That's just life rule. And right now I feel like if you are whatever, however you're advocating, if you're pro or if you're not for it, just stick to what you believe in and hold on to what you believe in. Don't let people sway your, your, your opinion or your matter if this is something that you truly, 100ly, strongly agree to. It's not fair, and I don't think it's appropriate or I don't think it's um, nice that people are forcing things on people. I just don't think that's right. So, honestly, what I want you guys to all take from this is be strong in who you are. Don't be afraid to bark if you have to. And um, just because they stripped us from their trust, take the trust that you lost from the government and instill it back in yourself. So trust yourself a little bit more. Trust your, trust that gut. And inshallah, you know, like Bash said, hopefully we can make it another year.
0: There you go, and uh, Big Sis, end it off with you, final word.
6: Um, There's a lot that's going on that's really not fair um, for people, and I understand that. And um, honestly, I feel like everybody's just trying to, you know, get better as a community, get better as a world. Um, It's hard. There's going to be both sides. Um, I feel like I have that gift of understanding both sides. That's why I'm kind of like, I understand, but, you know, um, just be safe do your um, do your due diligence um, like how you sit there and you know I taught preschool for a while so when you're teaching the kids how germs work and how soap helps the germ go away and you have this whole demonstration, I just really wish that there was more um, open resources that are like that you can really really trust you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying that everybody could get ha- their hands on that you could really find the true answer but it's not like that there's a lot of you know clouded judgment here there and it's so hard to really sift through everything to try to figure it out and but you know you just got to do your job and make your choices And at the end of the day everybody's there gets their own consequences you know so good luck and uh, be safe
0: there you go be safe is the common theme here so thank you all for that we're on the panel Ziad, Bishid, Mr. Sarvello, Shema and Abid of course co-hosting this show I uh, appreciate it and uh, definitely going to plan on getting all of you on the show again fellas and uh, again thank you so much thank you all for tuning in and we will see you next Tuesday at 7 o'clock p.m. on YouTube Apple and Spotify podcasts. thank you fellas and everyone ladies as well and everyone can have a great rest of your night bye guys thanks thank you bye bye my chicken says bye